want to be the king, huh? What about honor and, 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 and fairness and shit? Your darkness swallowed up my son? Who decided that? Oh. Hey there, kiddos. Looks like you found your dad's anime stash. Welcome to the very first episode of our new podcast. Uh, with me in the studio this week, we've got uh, Justin. What's going on? We've got Bushido Geek, Mark. What up? What up? What up? Oh, okay, hang on. Kendrick, I thought that said dreadlock beard. So I was. <laughs> what's, what's the word? So it's a dreadlock blurred. Blurred. Okay, my bad. I should have. Uh, we should have discussed that in the 30 minutes we before the podcast started. <laughs> it's all good. I'm very happy to be here, guys. It should be fun. That's all right. Good. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this here in a second. But before we we start the fun tonight, we all know it's been a really rough week with the loss of Betty White, a national treasure, <sighs> a national hero. Uh, we want to take a moment of silence. And then just uh, wish the best to her and her family. So the moment of silence is going to start now. That was the moment of silence. R.I.P. As, as, as middle-aged men, we all love Betty White. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We all, we all grew up with our grandmothers watching Golden Girls and pretended like we understood what was going on and laughed. And yeah. It's rough. Yeah, it sucks. Maybe it really does. Yeah, but we got it. We got to watch Betty White for a while now. Betty White would want us to have a good show. That's what she was all about. Yeah, I didn't talk. I didn't let you guys know this, but she was going to be a guest. But obviously, she's not now. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Kendrick, who are you? What are you doing here? Oh man, as I as my name suggests, I am the Dreadlock Blur, and I cover a lot of things geek, nerd, and blur related on um, not only my YouTube channel, but my podcast, which is the Dreadlock Blur Talk podcast. Also on Facebook. I do game streamings as well, but not as much as I did like during the summer or during the height of the pandemic when I had a lot of free time to game. So but um I'm a big he I'm a big just anything geek and nerd related fan, superheroes, anime, comic books, Ghostbusters, Batman, Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia, wrestling. Although my wrestling, my love for wrestling has slowly been dwindling <laughs> over the past couple of months or so. Um, WWE hasn't been helping with that, but that's why I watch that, AEW. I mean, yeah. there's always an alternative. You can always be watching Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, not I not said, anymore. <laughs> I, I, said to myself, <laughs> I had said to myself that this year I was going to try to get into some more of the indie stuff. AEW is one of them. Possibly, well, I did Impact for a while, but I, I, I don't really know. Maybe That's New Japan. I, yeah, you know. But um, anything Dragon Ball Z related, I am always ready to talk about. That's it's weird that you would say that you're like into geek and nerd stuff, and then mention Dragon Ball Z because I, I I can't say how many times I've been at a bar talking to a girl about Dragon Ball Z, and then that was that was seal the deal. <laughs> it works every time. Things I can think of. Yeah. Uh, what's so the worst thing people realize 
I see I see that poster in the background. Oh yes, yes, that is one of many. Actually, we'll put that up today. Probably. You're a DBZ fan, right? I mean, yeah, I mean it, <laughs> it's, it's up all the time. I don't know if you could, if I could turn it. Well, I got another one right here. But man, how long know. have you had that poster behind you? This poster, this DBZ poster, I've probably had since high school. I was gonna say I had that poster in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, I legit had this poster like since high school. It was probably yeah. the second poster I ever bought in my life. So, and I'm, I'm surprised it's managed to stay in pretty good condition after all these years. High school is a good. long time. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you know, 1985 was only 15 years ago. So. Hasn't been yeah. that long. <laughs> so, Justin, what are we doing tonight? Uh, today, I figured we review uh, one of the most epic fight scenes, arguably one of the greatest fight scenes in history that kind of set the motion of Dragon Ball Z, uh, Goku versus Frieza. I figured we talk about it, uh, you know, dig through all the details, and find out why this kind of set the tone for the whole show. Yeah, up till that changed. point. What, what I wanted to ask you, Josh, just out of curiosity, what do you think would have happened if Frieza never showed up? It's just Goku training for something. What? What the hell does that mean? Like Frieza I, I never know. existed? I, yeah, Frieza never existed. So like Goku is just like Goku's on Namek or like or like he just beats up the Ginyu squad and then like they all go home. Yeah, pretty much. That was Frieza probably, never well, shows up, kills all of his friends, pushes him over the limit to hit that Super Saiyan level. What would happen? It's an incredibly uh, time wasting question because we already know what would happen if there was no Frieza. We have. Uh, you know, un- the, the Universal Tournament in Dragon Ball Super, where we have basically a universe where Frieza was good, and we see that the Saiyans are uh, pretty weak. They never had any reason to become a strong warrior class. You got some some tough ones in there, but even the tough ones can't go Super Saiyan. So with no Frieza, there's there's nothing. Frieza is the catalyst that pushes everything forward. And that was that was kind of the question I was going for is what you know how how important this fight was for the series and did they do a good job with it? I mean, I think up until that point, if you're including like Dragon Ball, this was like the first like main iconic fight where they were setting up something game changing. I mean, the the Frieza fight was essentially a big turning point in the entire Dragon Ball mythos, if you think about it, because, you know, Dragon Ball notwithstanding, you know, we've dealt, like, as soon as Dragon Ball Z started, we dealt with the realization that Goku's an alien, and he has a brother, and then... That was a kick in the teeth. Like, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 like a, that's like a very huge kick in the ass to find out that, like, oh, snap, I'm not even from this planet. And then I have a crazy older brother who's telling me I got to kill a hundred people to prove my loyalty to a race of people I've never even heard of. And then not only that, there's two more people that are just like him that are coming down to the planet to destroy it or kill me. 
you know, I know a lot of people look at, you know, the Goku versus Vegeta fight, their first fight, as a pretty, you know, pretty substantial one. But no, the Frieza, Goku versus Frieza was, it changed the entire landscape of Dragon Ball Z, in my opinion. Because, and, and especially if you're one of those people who didn't watch the original Japanese manga, like, you know, with subtitles and all that stuff. If you only watched it here in America, then, you know, like, for, like, a good number of years, it ended off at a certain point until Toonami took it over. And then we got the yep. remainder of, you know, everything else, at least in English, that is, you know. Man, let, I'm, let me pause you right there just to tell a story real quick. Uh, exactly what you're talking about, where it ends with the Frieza saga, and then we have our continuation into the Android saga. They, I remember they just kept playing the Frieza saga over and over and over again. And then they're, they're hyping up. They're like, the Android saga's coming. The Android saga's coming. And then the day it was supposed to start, uh, my dad canceled the cable. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> I'm talking, oh, you, man. You think finding out your brother's an alien is bad. Man, that's, that's a tough one. That one's a... Oh, my God. I know that hurt. Mm-hmm. That was like classic Tanami back in the day, though. They would they'd air something up till like the end of an arc and then go back to the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to wait another four months for the next arc to start. Yeah. You're lucky, man. That's when they started getting the stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we first started, you'd have like the first 13 episodes of Sailor Moon, the first 13 episodes of Dragon Ball Z played over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But that oh, was a no, great no. story on my part. But um, I'm fascinating. <laughs> I like that jacket though. Like I, I've been entertaining the idea of getting a DBZ jacket. I need more DBZ apparel. That's probably the one thing I didn't have a lot of. Um, side story. Um, back in high school, I don't know if you guys remember like the button-up shirts that became very popular. Um, during like the early 2000s, that had like they had like different anime button-up shirts comic book related button up shirts. I was like the oh, king. Yeah. I was like the king of Dragon Ball Z button up shirts in high school. Like I had I had a Super Saiyan Vegeta shirt, uh Goku versus Cell, the Z Fighters, Goku, Vegeta, Trunks. <sighs> I miss those shirts. I should have brought I should have brought one of them. I should have brought one of them out. I, I, I managed to salvage two of them. I gave them all away thinking I wasn't gonna wear them again, but then I realized I started getting heavy into content creation. I was like, I should probably should have kept those shirts. So I managed to keep, I managed to get two back, but I'm hunting to try to get the other ones. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of hard, but because they're hard. You to gave find, them all but... the little kids, and you're like, listen, things have changed. I need those. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and need to get that back from you. I'm gonna have to like go ahead and beat you up. Yeah, Big O, Big O was another one that did that. Yeah, man, I love Big O. Yeah, Big O. Was Big so o. Good. Was it the first? The first season was all they made, and then it got so popular on mm-hmm. Adult Swim that they made a second season. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those weird, obscure cult classic ones where either you've seen the whole thing and you love it, or you're like, "What the heck is Big O?" Yeah, I love. I, I when still, they would still advertise mm-hmm. it. They're like, it's it's just Batman with a big robot. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I it really was. Well, it really, it really was. I was just getting ready to say that I remember the I remember them ass on like part Batman, part James Bond, part Big Gundam, and like yeah, that's fair. That, 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 that sounds about right. They leaned into it. They were like, "Listen, yeah, people yeah. know what this stuff is. We're not going to pretend like it's not inspired by that." 
Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't deny what's clearly obvious. Yeah. But um, just to circle back, um, you know, I think had the Frieza had Frieza not been a character that was created for um, the, for the series, like a lot of things changed. You mentioned how you know the tournament of power, and even with Dragon Ball Super, we got introduced to those Saiyans who weren't clearly as close to like Goku, Vegeta, Trunks, and Gohan, and the rest of them. You know, part part of me is still a little bit salty at the way they became Super Saiyans, you know, because Goku becoming a Super Saiyan during his fight with Frieza is a, a huge game changer. Yeah. It changed the entire landscape of the, of the show. You know, so yeah. to, have these, to have these three become Super Saiyans by feeling a tingle in their back, uh, I, 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 it threw me off a, a, a great deal. It threw me off because like, uh, I can tingle in my back you... too. <laughs> But that's probably something health related. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if tr- if Trunks and Goten didn't throw you off Super Saiyan, come on, these guys shouldn't. Right. <laughs> but that's I've always looked at going Super Saiyan as like the uh, you know running the the three minute mile. No one no one had ever done it, and then once mm-hmm. someone did it, they realized it was possible. Everybody figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the the Frieza fight like. It, it introduced a lot of different things. It was also the first time that you got, like, someone kind of more directly mimicking someone's powers when Frieza kind of uses the Destructo disc, but in they're obviously in Frieza's own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, like, obviously it also, I mean... Death Ball, which is, like, Spirit yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It So it's also, I think, is it still the longest-running anime fight? I know there was... A recent one from One Piece that was supposed to be like on par with length, but I can't remember if it passed it or not, or if Goku versus Frieza is still the number one. It didn't pass it, and uh, I I can't speak from experience. I don't know the creators of One Piece. From from what I heard, is they cut it shorter on purpose, so it wouldn't Hmm. be the longest fight. That way, DBZ could still have it. Yeah, I mean that sounds like Oda. He kind of respects anime like so much that he would do something like that where he'll he'll cut his own fight short but really i don't think it is the longest fight i think it takes place over the most episodes but like justin you sent us a link to the straight fight where it's just all the fight scenes and it's 45 minutes right yeah, it's like i feel like we've seen highlight. longer fights but see, that, that's the crazy part though is a condensed fight is still 46 minutes yeah. And that and that's like condensed of taking away all the filler in the episodes of like Gohan looking for Bulma and like the whole Captain Ginyu thing and like yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of, like rewatching that fight I realized like how much filler there really is when the two of them are fighting. Yeah. Because even there was even one point where you know Gohan thought that Goku was dead. But then he went to go face Frieza by himself uh, just to find out that Goku's actually still alive. And he comes back out of the water and he continues his fight. So, but I I, I definitely feel like, because if, if you look at all the fights within Dragon Ball, even after Frieza, you know, you know, Goku never really interacted with the androids like that. You know, that was Vegeta, Piccolo, Trunks to a degree. Tien um, a little bit when Cell was Tien, stage two. 
Yeah, that and, was and then great. Even, even with Cell, like, you know, Vegeta's fight with Cell, Trunks' fight with Cell. I mean, Goku's fight with Cell was like, we do it episode-wise. It was like three, three, four episodes. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Goku's fight with Cell. It wasn't very yeah. long, yeah. He Yeah, was, it really was wasn't that long. Like, nah, I give up. Yeah, yeah even even down. when he tagged out, Gohan's wasn't insanely long either. Mm-mm. And then, like, even if you look at the Majin you know, Buu stuff, is pretty yeah. short because yeah. Majin Buu changes so many times that mm-hmm. yeah, the probably Majin the longest fight is a ton of fights. Yeah. yeah, and probably the longest fight is when he's Kid Buu, and even that's really not that long. It's maybe yeah. four episodes, I think. Yeah. Maybe four or but five. That again, that's split up into more than one fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I mean, what 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 do you guys made this fight? I mean, to me, it's probably like what made it so iconic because it's it's more than just I think Goku turning Super Saiyan. Like, because there's a lot of backstory that they they go they delve into it with before that, you know, with like the Namek people and the Dragon Balls and like there's a lot of like pre built in stuff uh, to the fight where like this matters more than just like Goku versus Frieza. I think it was no motion. All the motion. Yeah, Vegeta's big speech right before. Blaming others. You say he found out he's an alien, you know. uh, Brother gets murked right in front of his eyes. He's got uh, all his friends dying around. Uh, Just all the motion that built up into finally hitting that that, uh, break through the wall moment, the finally get to that super saiyan i think was probably the most impactful yeah i would even also say just the history that we got between the beginning of dragon ball z up until the freeze fight you know like we said discovering that he has a brother discovering that his race he, he comes from he comes he's an alien that his basically his alien race is pretty evil and they work for someone who was more evil you know he comes to realization that his birth father is actually someone he looks just like because of Frieza. Um, that's what Frieza says. Like just just the um, introduction of Frieza himself is like you know we think we think all these all the enemies that have come beforehand were horrible. Like especially with Vegeta showing up. Like Vegeta shows up, he doesn't even fight the Z fighters on his by himself. He sends the Cybermen to do it, and then when Nappa fails, he kills him without a second thought. And then you know we're thinking, how can it get worse than this? Frieza pops up, and th- this dude, and, and the crazy part is, Frieza didn't do too much prior to many of his fights. He 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 just sent a whole bunch of people to do his dirty work, and I think that's what really, I think that's what really caught the attention of people as far as Frieza is concerned, because like we like we've been told that like Frieza is completely dangerous, but we haven't seen him fight yet. Everybody else is doing the fighting. The Ginyu Force, you know, Zarbon, Dodoria. Vegeta to a degree, and like you know, well, the rest of them freeze his army. He's sending them out to do his dirty work and find the Namekian Dragon Balls, but he hasn't lifted a finger. And when he lifts a finger, it's like, oh my god, this guy is terrifying. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Like, they could have had it turned out Frieza was the least powerful of all of them, it would have also made sense mm-hmm. that he was basically there just because his dad, but yeah, but him, it's like. Even your most powerful guys, Dodoria and Zarbon, not even being a drop in the bucket compared to Frieza, that changes everything. Right. Yeah. 
And then like, and then like they introduced the Ginyu Force of like the well, the Dorian's Arbon were just like personal bodyguards or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually have this elite force that I normally don't break out because they're too power, they're too strong. And then you know, obviously like the all the Ginyu Force fights, and then mm-hmm. you realize like Frieza's that powerful where these guys who are on par with the Z fighters at that point are afraid of Frieza and what Frieza would do to them if they were to piss Frieza off. Right. I just caught Josh's full name, the Josh, the GT fan. Mm-hmm. I, I caught that. But I don't know if we touched base on that just yet, but fair out point. We can out. all admit we like Dragon Ball GT. It's the, the time to be snotty is over. We're all um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've come to terms with the fact that I actually dig. I dug GT. I did. Like I, I'm not gonna hide. I I, I haven't hide it, hid that in a while. But you know, I've come out and said it. Like GT is actually pretty okay. It, 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 Listen, bad. man. I'm not gonna stand here and say it didn't fail in the execution of a lot of things. But when you look at the broad strokes of it, it's great. Mm-hmm. Great. They do a lot of things right. They kill Hitler. Yeah. You hardly ever see Hitler get killed nowadays. So that's true. I I have not seen GT yet, but this whole killing Hitler thing. How, kill Hitler. how does that work out? You know who Hitler is? Just, well, yeah. Do they just time travel and or they walk up on him and find him? Like no, a gate a gate from hell gets opened and Hitler pops out. And uh, this is Dragon Ball, right? This is Dragon Ball GT, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. go back and watch this now because that's, that's a little out there for, for <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> okay. GT, GT was pretty, was fairly out there. GT was fairly out there. They had a good, they had a good, couple good concepts, but as you said, Josh, it's just some of the execution didn't really, yeah, it didn't really work out too well, but, you know. It, it took I a little feel... while. It, it took a little bit for the show to find legs. Mm-hmm. It did, which if you, you know, they literally, when they translated that, they realized that, which is why they skipped, like, the first 13 episodes and then re-released them with the lost episodes. But, like, yeah. as much as I dislike the idea of Dragon Ball Z Kai, I think Dragon Ball GT could have benefited from that. Yeah. Skipping yeah. a lot of stuff. Like, the thing that comes to mind most for me is when the Kais help Goku regrow his tail by pulling it out with pliers. Probably could have yeah. just done that in a more good, quicker way. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have saw the mood again. That used yeah. to regrow his tail as a kid. That would have worked out. <laughs> like Super Saiyan yeah. 4. I've always been a Super Saiyan 4 fan. I, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to keep saying this until... I mean, Kami himself. Like, I feel like they could have used the design for Super Saiyan 4 and put it over to Super Saiyan God. That's just me. Like, when I heard the Super Saiyan God thing, I was like, oh, wow, he's going to get a new form. He's going to look, he's probably going to look crazy different. No, he just looks red. Just, just, well, just, just red hair. You remember in Battle of the Gods, he did, he was so lean, he got smaller when he went Super Saiyan God. That's never, true. Then they never did that again. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole They're like, wait, that's too much animation. Never mind. Mm-hmm. They're like, now nah, we've already got the character design. We're not, we're not messing with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not changing this. Come on, guys. 
Yeah. They're like, let's make them blue now. Whatever. <laughs> but something else I want to touch base on is uh, I'd like to talk about how, how powerful Krillin really is. I feel like in the world, people talk shit on Krillin, but mm-hmm. in my mind, that's the strongest human in the game right now. You mean when he blew, like that time when he blew up in that Frieza fight? Yeah, yeah, I put that in the promo video. I was kind of excited about that. So, let's be fair. Any of us would blow up. Yeah. How it is. Yeah, Krillin is the strongest human alive at that point because TN is currently in between lives. Uh, and that yeah. just goes to show you, not, not, a, not good for humans. Yeah. And then does he... Yeah, and then, so as, as of now, though, wouldn't Android 18 technically be... She could squish, like, human, right? No, that doesn't happen. Maybe, but Android 18 is not there for three years. No, as I was saying in general, I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying to think of as of now who would technically be the strongest human. I oh, can't remember. If... current timeline. Yeah, yeah no. But I, I, thought, I thought he wished for her to be, like, normal at the end of the Cell Saga. No. Because he... obviously she gives birth. So uh, she's not... 17 and 18 aren't actual androids. They're humans with mechanical enhancements. Yeah, I thought he... Yeah. So the whole idea... He wished for her to be normal, but the dragon was like, I can't do that, man. That would that would take <laughs> some effort. So then he was just like, take the bomb out of her. And the dragon oh, was yeah. Like, all right. I mean, you could probably do that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a thing that anyone on your planet could probably do, but all right, man, waste a giant wish on that. Sure, you got it. I'm like, I was watching that tournament, and that, that chick, you know, took the bomb out of the other dude. But you, but you do you, man. That's the same dragon that brings people back to life, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The all, the all knowing, all powerful one. Yeah. But taking out cyborg parts is yeah, it's a little, it's a little complicated. Okay, I got you. I, I, there, there are times where I kind of wish they um, delved into that a little bit deeper because, you know, I guess the full canon story is that 17 and 18 were kidnapped and turned into, and I believe the term is actually supposed to be like cyborgs or something like that. That's what they were supposed to be like. And like always go back to the Terminator explana- explanation, living tissue over Mendo endoskeleton. I don't know if that's the extent of how they were created because, um, you know, there are scenes in the show where like seventeen gets shot, or they both get shot, and the bullets just bounce off of them. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, they, they didn't, they, they don't, yeah, like they mention there's rules with the Dragon Balls, but they never really like dive into it too much. Like, no. even in the fight with like Goku and Frieza, Frieza technically gets to the dragon first when they, uh, when the Earth Dragon brings back the Namek Dragon. Frieza technically He's, gets there before Dende starts speaking, but because does, he doesn't speak Namekian. Yeah. How is Perunga going to understand you if you're not speaking Namekian? Well, that's where I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, they're all powerful dragons, but you can't understand a different language. Like, that's what's throwing you off. Like, you you can literally teleport oh, people from one planet to the other. Wait, but like, Perunga's, if they don't. Perunga's a female, right? Uh, doesn't Dende call Perunga the goddess of love at one point? I, hmm. I know they're I know they're different, but I can't remember. You might be right. 
because we'll that sounds Karunga familiar. So Karunga understands Frieza, but she's just not dealing with his shit because he's so disrespectful. Coming up speaking a different language. <laughs> this is my planet. He's like an American tourist coming up trying to start a fight at a Chinese McDonald's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Is Frieza a male? Did they ever address that? Yeah. Like, um, because I'll even admit for the longest time I wasn't sure. And and it's probably because of the voice. So it's just like, okay, is Frieza a girl? Like, yeah. You know, like they eventually stated that, you know, Frieza's an actual male. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, but sure, why not? Um, I guess the lack of. Boobs, maybe is I guess what's the indication? Maybe I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things that they didn't really really explain during the freezer cycle, but I guess we didn't care at the time because it was just action. We just wanted to see them fight. We wanted to see how powerful Frieza actually was, and we needed to yeah. play it. Like like the fact that he had what three transformations was that correct? Because it was normal. Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, I get depend. It depends, I guess, if you count him going from like one percent to a hundred percent, is just a yeah, power up, I mean, or do you count it as a? All together, it's five. Yeah, right. technically. Because he goes from normal, he goes from small to huge, then he goes to huge to xenomorph, then he goes from xenomorph to like a combination of huge and xenomorph. The horned one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Horn, I'll always remember the horn one because he he got Krillin. That's yeah. true. He gets Krillin a lot. That was a very I, I, that was I've always thought that was a unnecessarily rough scene. Yeah, where Krillin's like the horn, that, shaking his head. And, Krillin's got to have like death PTSD, being like, guys, I've died more than anyone like ever at any point. He still comes back for more. That's dedication to save the world, right there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, he his last. I mean, I think he he what quits fighting at the end of the Boo Saga, right? Well, not quits. I mean, I know he does stuff, but settles down, I guess. Actually, so, yeah, and, yeah. Like the beginning he, of the Boo Saga, he kind of like stopped training and stuff. He's not and training. He, I mean, he's got a job. He's. I mean, he's he's not like Goku, whose father-in-law is a king who can buy the mouse. Yeah. yeah, he's got to he's got to get a job, and he's got to you know support yeah. his wife, or My else kid. she'll leave yeah. him. Multiple multiple kids. I think that that fight too with Frieza though also showcases like the beginning of how dumb Goku really is. Where even after Frieza's yeah. killed all of his friends. Uh, He's like, I'm gonna give you at least three chances during this fight to just, to just, to just walk away. I can think of six times in Dragon Ball Z before this fight that Goku does that. I mean, he does this it a lot, but I mean, the like, beginning, dude. <laughs> I didn't say the beginning, but like, it's the most like well known of like. It's pretty. You know, here's this big this fight. Point. His friends are like, it's the first time where like multiple of his friends have been slaughtered in front of him like by this one person and he's like all right well i'm gonna give you a chance after you kill some of them and then i'm gonna wait i'm gonna have you like threaten to kill my kid i'm gonna give you another chance i'm gonna watch you blow up krillin maybe give you you know give you another one after that 
and then after you try to stab me in the back, I'm going to give you one last one, and then I'm just going to, and then I'll kill you at that point. That's he doesn't kill him. He walks away. Myers, mom and dad. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he's the first person that Goku pretty much says, "Hey, there's no good in you. You have no redeeming qualities." But uh, whatever, I'm out of here. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, he's like I'm done. I beat that. you. Yeah, like he he. Everyone else before that, he was reasoning. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, they're they're fighting for someone else. So they're not really the evil one. But there's no questioning whether or not Frieza was the evil one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, easily is. It was like so obvious. <laughs> but still, you gotta. You never know, man. Give them a couple chances. They might. Frieza might take you up on one of them. One of these days. You you look at the whole series, I think Frieza's the only pure evil character that that can't be reasoned out. Because even if you look at the android cell, they're all based on, you know, Jiro's hatred for Goku for slaughtering all of the Red Ribbon Army when he was a child. Jiro had to watch him kill 7,000 people. So he he was pretty messed up at that point. I don't know if Raditz could have been talked down. Raditz was a soldier, man. Yeah. No, yeah. There's more like he just assumed he was following orders and this is what he was supposed to do. But. And then even if you look at Majin Buu, Majin Buu was just a... I, I mean, I can't even call him a mindless killing machine because, you know... He I mean, kind of I mean, realizes the error of his ways. You know. Well, like, yeah. I mean, you're looking at... You start that with Fat Boo... He doesn't know yeah. what he's doing is wrong. Literally, the first time anyone tells him not to do it, he's like, oh, I, I don't know. And then yeah. <laughs> Kid like, oh, Boo. Okay, you got it. Kid Boo doesn't have a mind, man. He's just a golem made for destruction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then technically, the one where he absorbs Gohan is like he's gotten the cocky attitude because Gohan had all this cockiness. Mm-hmm. And Majin Boo absorbed him. And so then now he has the same attitude. Yeah. But yeah, Frieza was just a pure. These are these were just my whipping boys, and now they're they acted out of line. So I'm gonna blow up their planet. He he was evil, and he enjoyed it. He yeah. he enjoyed his evilness. Like even, you know, coming back in Super, you know, like you know, for the resurrection arc, resurrection of F arc, and then even for the tournament of power, is like yeah, he he enjoys being a bad guy, and he he knows that so. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, really. At this point, you really kind of just got to. Like, that's yeah, the like, thing. Like, you... He's he's one dimensional, but mm-hmm. he knows it. It's a good one dimension when you're, like, when you know you're that strong and you've you've managed to turn an entire race of warriors into just like your personal armada. Even though you have your own army, mm-hmm. like, why bother using them when you've got this entire planet of killing machines that just want to kill for you? So of this whole Dragon Ball series from start to finish, arguably is Frieza one of the favorites versus, say, Cell or Boo or uh, Jiren towards the end? I hate Jiren. Jiren's the I worst. Didn't, I didn't feel anything for Jiren. Like, I, I, I only wanted to see how strong he was. That's really what it was. But other than that, I never really cared anything else for him. That's, the, that's the biggest problem. That's how I always thought about Jiren is that 
everything about him, the backstory, the character design, he's not even made to be a character. He's just made to be like an archetype of what you build off of to make a character. And right. I think that was the whole point. Yeah. Like there wasn't supposed to be anything to him. And that bugs yeah. me to this day. <laughs> I hope I hope he comes back and friggin' Krillin beats him. That's what I hope happens. But I, I think Frieza's probably one of the more iconic because I think like we all said, it it was the first time a villain was just a pure like I, I just want to kill you all because that's what I enjoy doing. Like the, there's no hidden reason behind why I want you all to die. I just I'm bored and I want you all to die. You've inconvenienced me, so you all need to die. Whereas, like I really like Cell, but he's got this whole thing. You know, he wants to be the, you know, the ultimate you know machine and whatever. So, you know, sets up like he sets up a tournament. He could easily have just done what Frieza done does and like you know blow when Frieza blows up Namek. Like Cell easily has the power to just freaking super kamehameha the earth and none of the z fighters would have stood a shot and it would have been series over but he sets up this tournament to prove he's better and frieza's like no i don't need to do that i know i'm better than you so i'm gonna blow up the planet and move on with my life well to be fair frieza did have a secret reason for wiping out the saiyans well yeah yeah like just like you weren't yeah I mean, just like you, Mark, I'm a huge fan of Cell. Cell has been one of my favorite villains, and it's probably because I spent more time with the Android Saga than all the other ones. Yeah. But um, but it's like you said, like you know, the fact that he decides to just set up a tournament as opposed to just like do what Frieza does and just like, I mean, hell, Resurrection F when Vegeta's beating his ass, and he's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna let you have this one. I'm just gonna destroy this planet right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that just. Like, you could tell, like, the people enjoy, I think the people enjoy writing for Frieza because of the physical fact like, he's, like you said, he's pretty one-dimensional. He knows, yeah. he knows he's evil. He knows he can destroy anything with the touch of a, with the touch of a finger. Not a problem. You know, he doesn't really feel the need to prove anything. I mean, aside from the fact that he actually trained to become Golden Frieza, which I'll admit is pretty admirable. I'll give him props for that, for actually deciding to train and turn himself into a different color. It, 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 does, it is what happens when you train hard enough. Yeah. What do you What do you think of Golden Frieza? I I, I liked it. I liked the concept actually. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting. Like because it's like you figured what else can they do with him? You know, especially I mean if you look at his entire family, we've seen his father in one form, and that's just like the big super hulking form we've seen cooler which i guess isn't really canon to the main dragon ball storyline but you have cooler you know hey, to be to be fair if they kept gt as canon we could consider cooler canon because he came out of hell that's true oh yes mm-hmm. that is true that is correct that's but a good that's movie canon, I, lo- so. I, lo- I love re- i love the cooler movies i, I thought yeah, great. i, I like the first one i hated the second one Revenge of Cooler. What is it? What is it called? Reven- Revenge of Cooler? No. It's... The first one was Revenge of Cooler, wasn't it? And the second one was yeah. Return of Cooler. Oh, okay. Cooler. Yeah. yeah. Not, 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 not anything really spectacular in the titles there. But I, I, like, I, I did enjoy. I did enjoy the first Cooler movie. I thought it was pretty good, especially when he transformed into that big Shredder-like form. I thought that was, that cool. was part of the dopest transformation I've ever seen. Like that's just the thing. It was a it was a fight movie. It was just there for the fun yeah. fight. Because yeah, I mean it was 
pointless considering you know goku took a beating for 44 minutes then turned mm-hmm. super saiyan and won in the last minute right but i still liked it it was all about the fight yeah a new movie just came out right or is it now coming out coming out superheroes oh yeah superheroes okay. it's gonna have androids and the red oh, there's something back. isn't it rumored gohan's gonna do something it, it looks like they're trying to turn the attention towards Gohan um, in this movie. I guess back they in heard Piccolo garb. Yeah, I, I guess the writers heard a lot of people complaining about Gohan over the years. So I guess I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Goku and Vegeta end up being the ones to like end up saving the day at the end of it. But, yeah, you know, like in literally every other arc up yeah. to this point. Well, what's, exactly. what, what's funny is that like I, the the people are that are like massively complaining about like we want somebody else, you know, to instead of just being all Goku and Frieza. I'm like, you guys are the reason why it's all Goku and Frieza. It was supposed yeah. to be Gohan, then you all complained. Yeah. To be fair, man, Go Gohan was like here at at, at in the Cell Saga. And then you know the next episode he was here. So come on, yeah, that was that was the writer's fault. I mean, we wanted, no, we, we yeah. wanted Teen Gohan with his two foot tall hair, just fucking shit up, and said instead we got Super Saiyan Man. Yeah, they they should have done the Buu Saga like right after, not like right after, but like a couple years. But they I think they waited too long in terms of like a it's been ten years of peace, and it was like nope, it's you waited too long. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I understand that Toriyama, he, I mean, granted, Toriyama wanted to, he wanted to end the series multiple times. Uh, like he, I yeah. think, I, I know for sure he, he wanted to end it after the Frieza saga. That uh, would have been, a, I mean, like, I love everything. But yeah, you're when you say that, the Frieza saga was clearly the ending. That's yes. what everything was building up to. That's why we spent everything up to that explaining the Saiyans. Yeah, and yeah. Then from there, you just had to find some other shit for people to do. Yeah, and, then of and that's course, why, like, if you look at the arcs going on now in the manga, it's about the history of the Saiyans. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that ties in. Like, even even when his publishers were like, "No, you got to write more," that's when he went into the Android Saga, and of course, that was supposed to be an end of it. Like, go, like, in fact, it was yeah, supposed it was to like, be where, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be like the pass the torch moment, and mm-hmm. the show and the show passes off, and you're supposed to just imagine Gohan saving the world from now on. Right. Like, I mean, we got a pretty, I mean, I guess a semi decent movie out of it with BoJack Unbound, you know, where mm-hmm. Gohan was the center and stuff. You know, that, that, that was pretty all right. For, I, I guess, you know, I mean, we we got we got a sleeveless trunks. There was that. You know, I like Bojack on Bond. You, you don't have to convince <laughs> yourself, man. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's like yeah. we were saying. You clearly see those endpoints, and then like shit gets get shit just gets crazier and crazier after the Frieza saga. Yeah, like Toriyama has always written it just day by day. Like he does not have a story arc planned out. He he mm-hmm. writes the chapter, sends it out. We go from there, and then he figures out what the next chapter is going to be. Like you don't see, we we're talking about Dragon Ball GT earlier. There's nothing in Dragon Ball GT that's any crazier or wackier than anything you see in the Boo Saga. 
That's true. Yeah, I mean, Boo turns people into candy and eats them, so. I mean, you figured, you know, the baby saga for GT, you know, probably that was probably the longest. Was that the longest saga that was in GT? That was half of GT. It was, it was literally half of GT, you know, mm-hmm. so almost kind of, almost trying to give off Frieza vibes a little bit here and there, but, you know, for, for what it's worth, is it it again making Vegeta a bad guy again, so, you know, but, you know, then you look at Super 17, which was like, what, five episodes? Yeah. Yeah, like Super 17 was the shortest, probably the shortest saga in GT, and then you got the Evil Dragons, which I think, which honestly is a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Like having the dragons become take physical form, and you gotta defeat them all. Like that's that's pretty solid. Yeah, but like I I, I love like I liked I, I like the uh, evil dragon saga a lot, but I, I get that complaint that there was like way too much wacky shit going on with Dragon Balls and GT. Yeah. First off, we there, have the secret set of Dragon Balls, and now they're now your regular ones are gonna explode. Whoa. Yeah. Like how come no one ever mentioned any of this shit before? Right. <laughs> Like, all right, guys, quick thing. These things can explode. Just you might want to know about it, but I'm sure it won't come up. Like, Kami's standing there watching, and he's like, oh, we probably shouldn't use those again, but Olaf needs new underwear or something, so (laughs) I guess we'll be all right one more time. Yeah, but uh, do we want to rate the fight? Uh, Justin, do you want to... Let's have Justin explain it, because Justin... Uh, it's does, explain things. I know, uh, and you're not as big of a fan of the show that we that we that me and Josh use it from, so we can judge you for how poorly you explain this. So, Justin, oh, okay. what, what's our what's our rating system? Uh, so, I explain uh, <clears throat> our rating system is a bit different from the one to ten style. We use an F through S rank. F being the worst piece of garbage you've ever seen set on fire. S being this is one of my top tens. This is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. So to give you an example, F would be Record of Ragnarok, and S would be Digimon. <laughs> or like Yu Yu Hakusho. But when it comes to the fights, it's we kind of like same thing, like F through S, and then like would if this fight was the only thing you saw, would you watch the anime? Actually... It's because of the fight that really got me into it. Like, honestly, my love for Dragon Ball kind of started out kind of weird. Um, I had heard about it. I had seen movies here. I, I had seen some of the movies like here and there. I knew people that knew about it, but I didn't hear too many people talk about it. Actually, it wasn't until I started high school is when I really got into Dragon Ball, mainly Dragon Ball Z. And um, I think what like Dragon Ball Z didn't like really get like super kicks out until like what 2000, 2001 on Tsunami. That's when it like really kicked in the high gear. Um, I remember I remember I used to get gaming magazines that had all the figures and stuff in the back of the magazine. I was like, eh, these look pretty cool. I mean, I don't know, but um, watching the Frieza fight. Like the real Frieza fight is what really sucked me into it because, again, up don't like the 
the, the saga only went up to like a certain episode until it started back over again. And yeah. then like, you know, once Toonami like really put out the rest of the fight, I was like, oh wow, this fight is actually really insane. So um, I'm not a huge Frieza fan. Like I like Frieza, but like like I said, Cell has just always been that favorite villain to me. Just yeah. because of like I, I, I dug the fact that okay, instead of just destroying the planet, he just decided to post up in a ring for ten days and wait to find like people. a fun villain. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cell to me is definitely my favorite because it was the same thing when I when I got into drag because I had watched Dragon Ball Z first and had gone back and was like, Oh, there's a show before and I went back mm. and, and watched Dragon Ball. So the Cell Saga was the one that got replayed the most when I was mm-hmm. watching Toonami. So like I just kind of like watched Cell so many times. And I yeah. loved like and I'm always I've always been a huge Gohan fan, so mm-hmm. seeing the one armed Kamehameha was yeah. just like awesome. Yeah. But if I had to grade the Frieza fight, it's an it's an S for me. It really is. It's it's a, it's a significant fight within the saga because not only did it set up a lot of things, but it pushed the story even forward. Even if it was supposed to, even if it was supposed to end at a certain point, it just pushed the series forward because now it's like I mean, Goku becoming a Super Saiyan is it's just a, one of those moments where it's just like it just took. No matter when you watch it, what age you were when you watch it, it just took you by surprise because we spent this we spent all these all this time with Goku just being him, like you know, it's a black haired, you know, dude who just loves to fight to get pushed to a point where he completely he turns into a completely different person. It's like wow, like and yeah. then you then you make yourself wonder like if Frieza didn't exist, who would have did that to him? Who would have drove him to that point where he would have like transformed into something like that? You know, so yeah, it's, a, it's an S for me. It's definitely an S for me. That's it. Josh, what, what about you? Oh, I yeah. feel like I know, but you know. <laughs> That's a solid S for me, man. Because <laughs> like, even if you just like, uh, I watched, I watched all the, I rewatched all the episodes and then I watched that clip Justin, that you sent on YouTube, which is just the fight. Just the fight is good, man. The fight is, is so good. And, like, it's funner than people give it credit for. People think it's, it is it is super serious. But there are so many different moves they're throwing out there that are just whacking it off the wall that are really cool. And it's like you were talking about, Mark, where it's every move they use, Frieza seems to have a version of that. And that was also really cool. And then, like, the first stuff I ever watched that I knew was anime was Dragon Ball Z, and it was the fight with Frieza. Like, I just watching it on Toonami, realizing what it was, and, like, I went back and I would record it all on VHS and I'd watch it over and over again. And, like, just watching the episodes, you get a good chunk of the series, so you, you know what's going on from all that, even if you don't know about... Like, I, I knew about Frieza before I knew who Vegeta was. I didn't know why Vegeta was important. That was really cool. Then going back and watching all that, but yeah, that's that's a solid S. Yeah, and uh, now for the lowest rating, uh, Justin, what do you, what do you got? Um, like, well, I didn't really C minus. Well, didn't have boobs. Still, so. yeah. I was really hoping for nipple tassels, and I did not get that. Uh, no, I I think S. 
I'm going to give it what it deserves. So no matter if you watch the full thing, if you just watch the 45-minute clip, if you just watch the promotional trailer that they released, um, all of it makes you want to watch the fight. Um, even you know that little 30-second clip, you watch it, you're like, well, I have to see everything that leads up to this point and where it goes from here. So for that, for that digging into my level of interest, I'm going to give it an S. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an S for me too, just because if you just try to like, like when I was watching it, I was like, all right, try to clear your brain that you've ever, you've never seen anything Dragon Ball before. And like, just try to pretend, you know, like this is the first thing you've ever seen related to this series. And if like a friend had sent me just that 45 minute video and was like, dude, just watch this. Like I would have been like, all right, I got to find out like, what's the deal between this dude and this dude? Why are they fighting? What's this planet that they're on? What are these Why Dragon Ball thing? Fight? Yeah, like <laughs> why did that one dude blow up? Like I like like what, what's what's going on here? Like uh, it was something too that I just I just love. I don't, it was, I don't know why I clicked when I was rewatching the fight and um, Frieza does the Kai Kai barrage blast, and I was like, why is it in every fight? That's always like the most used desperation move of like. Well, nothing else I've done has worked. Let me just blast 50 things at him, and that's the one that's going to work. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I was just like... It, it, but it was so iconic, because that was, like, leading up to the fight. Like, you've seen Z fighters do, like, Kai barrages and stuff, and, like, you know, like, desperation little moves. But to see a major... Like, this villain that's been built up do this desperation move of just blasting a bunch of times assuming that's going to work and then you know you see the smoke clear and goku's just standing there and super saiyan like all right are you done and uh, i think like what josh said the reason why i'm i'm also giving it s is like there are the it's serious but there's the funny moments when frieza freaks out and is like why can't i hit you and goku's like because you didn't say please so frieza shoots a thing and says please so goku just lets it hit him (laughs) (laughs) i was like that that's a nice touch There was uh, one thing yeah. I wanted to mention when I was rewatching it today that I thought was weird. Uh, it's it like it, it's so stupid of me, but like it bugged me that Frieza says "prepare for battle" twice in the fight. Like it just yeah. made, it, it stood out to me. I was like, "Why?" Because <laughs> you know you gotta you Even gotta the, prepare for battle. You know, first off, you say it like ten minutes scary. into the fight, and then you say it thirty minutes into the fight. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's definitely. Like S tier for me for sure. It's just too good. It's like Rock Lee versus Gara. It's the best. Yeah. 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 It, it's just it's so good. Uh, something else can just be do as hmm? something else we do as a guest. We'd like you to. Uh, if you have any shows that you'd like to recommend for us to oh, put crap. on our Hold random on. wheel for future reviews. Whoa, 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 whoa! You show the wheel a little more respect than calling it a random I'm, wheel. I'm sorry. Don't call it a random <laughs> wheel. Glorious be... wheel that has been waxed and. Uh, Just because it's only the second best wheel that's been introduced to this show. <laughs> First best wheel. We're not going to keep using it. Well, uh, the greatest wheel ever. All right, so if I can recommend. Anything it can be good or bad. We torture ourselves. Don't recommend little boss. Um, it's already on the wheel. There's two right, there's two right off the top of my head that you guys should try to check out. If you haven't watched them already, one is Baki on Netflix. So good. Uh, I love it. It's not on the list. About Baki. I love I freaking love Baki. It's not on the list, so I can add it. I freaking love Baki. So good. Um now there's actually two. There's 
Baki, and then there's Baki Anma. True, Watch which is both. the yeah, yeah which is both. the pre, which is kind of the prequel. And then there's yeah. Ken Ganashira too, which is around that same kind of. Yeah, I was just actually getting ready to say, if you haven't checked that out, to check out Ken Ganashira also. It's really good. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, oh, it's so good. The animation to it seems kind of weird, but you get used to it after a while. Yeah, you know, but, I have a but, theory that Baki and Kengan Ashura are in the same universe because Kengan Ashura is a fight between <coughs> billionaires to like control stuff. And in the first, in not not Baki Hanma, but in Baki, they make reference to an underground tournament where companies fight. So I have a theory that those two are in the same universe. I I honestly I feel the same way too, and I've told people this before. Like I've told people, like I feel like they're in the same universe. They're just by different people. Like. I feel like at some point those two are going to meet up somewhere. Oh, they're yeah. part of the Juni Tyson verse. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I feel like. I feel like they're going to meet up somewhere. Um, and then anything uh, really bad? Huh. Do you do this, man? Yeah, we don't need. Cause <laughs> I want to drive Justin insane by making him watch Bubblegum Crisis again. What are we watching next Friday? Because that's that's. I don't freaking know, man. Welcome uh, to something. Something with a zoo. Jabari Park, yeah, J- yeah. Welcome to Jabari Park. I'm, I'm, not, I'm really trying to think of something bad that I might have watched that I, I mean, have you seen, have you seen Bubblegum Crisis? It's really good. <laughs> it, it's been a while since I've seen Bubblegum Crisis. Um, people keep telling me I should watch um, Demon Slayer. Um, Demon Slayer is really couple, good. There's a couple things I actually watched, like Demon Slayer, um, Hunter Hunter. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys watch. Two hundred. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys watch My Hero Academia. I'm a little behind, but yeah, I've seen the first couple seasons. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I think I binged that like last year during the pandemic. So I'm pretty much all caught up. So, and then um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything that was so like My Hero Academia. Maybe I don't know when One Punch Man is coming back. F is even coming back. You know, I think second season of One Punch Man I thought was actually really good, but you know, it's kind of short. Like the character of Garo is actually really interesting to me. But um I don't What's know. What's your favorite I, anime, man? My favorite anime is still Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it still is. Like, even after all these years, like I you I hear just that? You hear that shit, Justin. <laughs> okay. I, I literally I just know, is that even <clears throat> on the list? No, Dragon Ball is. Can we put GT on the list? Yes. No, the only thing on the list I is like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball's on the list, that's it. I would say definitely put GT on the list if you haven't watched it. Watch it all the way through. Like, watch it like from beginning to all the way up. I mean, you could probably skip a lot of the bad bad episodes. Like, um, it's going to be kind of hard. Until you finish them. Yeah, all yeah, right, that's true. All right, I'll add on GT and Z. Um, cause uh, I, I, I just purchased the Blu-ray of um, Dragon Ball Z like a few months ago because I just wanted it on Blu-ray. But um, I mean, you can find GT on Hulu, but it's in Japanese. So you won't find like the English stuff anywhere. So, you know, if that it's, is, it's on the Internet. We'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we know where to find I, things. I don't yeah. know how I don't know how this is going to affect your little wheel, Mark. But the uh, episode of our gap where I review GT with him comes out next week. Oh, Rayshon? Yeah. Love Rayshon. Most dedicated podcaster in the game. Big shout out, Rayshon. He is. 
He got in a, he got in a car wreck and then still showed up on the podcast. <laughs> like four hours later. And he's Where like, I'm kind of glad it happened because I got to watch the show all day in the hospital. You're like, Jesus, dude, why are you here right now? Yeah, he's got his neck like brace on. He's like, it's all right, guys. Yeah. But, uh, Justin, what do we got? Uh, what's, what's next week? Uh, next Sunday, we are reviewing Welcome to Jabari Park. It's super cartoony. Um, I would recommend it for kids if they can read um, fairly well. I think it's all subtitled. Yeah, and it's like six. I got it. It's like six minute. Every episode's like oh, six yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll review that because I've I've got some personal thoughts on it so far. But uh, I while to, we're I, I don't want to hear. We're this wheel. Uh, where can we find you, Mister Kendrick? Um, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you just type in the name Dreadlock Lurid, you're definitely bound to find me. That's pretty much my moniker for, for everything. But, um, yeah, mo- mo- most of my videos are up on YouTube, so you can definitely find my um, channel there, Dreadlock Blur Entertainment, you know. And then, oh, yeah, that's Also, check out his OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's up and new, you know, starting something different for 2022, so, you know. It's, dreads, it's dreads everywhere. Oh, yes. You're in sweat. <laughs> You'll be glad you turned in. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll make sure to get those links in the uh, in the show notes so easy to find. Mm-hmm. No, he won't. Don't don't let him get your. Yeah, he's, 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 gonna gonna he's, he's gonna forget. He's gonna forget. I probably will forget. I'll send him. I'll send him anyway. I'll just send him. Um, whether it's through the chat or you know email, I'll just send them to you. Send, send him to him and then just remind him every day until he puts him on there. <laughs> until the episode comes out. Be like, hey, did you do, did you do, did you do that thing yet? <laughs> yeah, I just found out uh, Apple has iNotes. So I've been remembering everything to myself through these notes and then setting a reminder daily yes. for people with terrible memory problems. Yeah. <laughs> that? That's going to that's gonna be me. So we, uh, we ready for the wheel? I don't spin the wheel. No, I don't spin the wheel. What? We already have a show for next week. We already have it. We already have a show for next week. I don't spin the wheel until next week. Wow, I'm. I made the wheel sound really cool, and now we only get to see it. I mean, I can bring it up for Kendrick if you want. It's just whatever it lands on's not. Whatever it lands on's not going to count. It's like the fucking Festivus pole at this point. It's like, look at this wheel. (laughs) Look at look at this thing. Look at look at this thing. Uh, Where is it? Why is it not showing up? <laughs> oh, whoops. No, it's because I thought we were done, so I closed it. Give me, like, three seconds. Man, I really did. I thought I did a good sales pitch on this. There uh, we go. On the second best wheel we got. Yeah. Look at, look so at that. Is, we just got a look big look wheel. Look at that wheel. It's big, giant wheel with 75 things on it. Oh, wow. Which isn't enough, because I can still read it. Because eventually, or- if you fill it up so much, the wheel, like, glitches until it chooses something it won't actually like spin it just glitches until it stops oh wow and i need to get to that point so if uh if you got any recommendations for us uh mark's really yeah. trying to break the wheel over here yeah because then i do that yeah, See, it's start it's starting to glitch so but it's still, still if it lands on digimon it's not official <clears throat> no it's not what's landing on 
Oh, well, Starman. I was going to say, if it lands on you, how does it go as an unofficial spin? <laughs> it would have it immediately counted. It'd be like, all right, guys, sorry, we're not spinning the wheel next week because we already know it's going to be you, you, Hakusho in three and two in three weeks. We don't have a choice. And we're watching the whole thing, all 179 episodes. There's no season one of this shit. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, yeah, if you do have any recommendations and you want to help us uh, break this wheel, uh, Josh, where can they find us at? You can find us on uh, Facebook at Your Dad's Anime Stash. Are we, are we that or are we just Dad's Anime Stash? Just Dad's Anime Stash. Find us on Facebook at Dad's Anime Stash. You could email us at Dad's Anime Stash at gmail.com. And those are the only places you will find us. Yeah. yeah. I'll get the Discord up and running here soon. Maybe you need to stop inviting so many people to our Discord. <laughs> I thought that was just us. It's supposed, be, it's supposed, to be a pri- supposed to be a private thing, and then you're inviting all these people that we don't know. Yeah. No, I know. But uh, yeah, I think that that's going to wrap it up for this week. And then yeah, next week, welcome to Jabari Park, which I'm super looking forward to watching this week. <clears throat> I figure there's no way it could be worse than Ragnarok. For me, there's no way it can be worse than Bubblegum Crisis. <laughs> All right, Kendrick, once again, thank you for joining us, and uh, I'll see the other two next week. All right, All right fans. Good. Thank see you guys for having me. Tune in next week for the whole new whole, whole new mustaches, same shenanigans. Expect <laughs> to see go. mustaches next week. Remember to look under your parents' bed for your dad's anime stash. <laughs> <laughs>